This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake. This is Will and MJ, and Will, I want to get straight into it today because there was a massive breaking news story uh, out of Perth over the weekend. Yep. You messaged me about it straight away and said, we need to talk about this. Within seconds. Of it happening. Yeah. Um, it was quite a wor- worrying situation, I think, at Optus Stadium. Well, yeah, sports stories just don't get bigger than this, particularly for us in our lane. No, not at all. Of silly sports stories. When a deadly animal's on the loose <laughs> at so, a stadium. Yeah. Animals at Sporting Grounds is a real forte of ours. Love it. I wish I was alive for the elephant in Arden Street. That was one, that was one of the great AFL animal moments. Have you seen footage of that? Yeah. There's a little girl riding it mm. and that elephant is out of control. Who would have thought an <laughs> elephant going into a back stadium would have been a bit um, confused? It and, would have been a bit baffled. Yeah, it would have been so. It went on a bit bewildered. of a run. And there's also famously the the suggestion that the Brisbane Lions were going to cart yeah. around a, a live lion, around, yeah. according to Greg Swan. We think it was a real suggestion. They thought about having a lion in a cage on the boundary. Yeah, line. we wanted to do a deep dive on that. Yeah, we still can. We still can. We still can. There's no reason. Yeah. But uh, this is an example of what can happen if you let a, a wild animal out in the yeah. loose. They would have thought that Ozzy the Eagle wasn't a wild animal. No. Well, you'd think it would be well-trained if they're yeah. taking it to a Stadium with many, many people around. But unfortunately for the handlers of Aussie, his uh, or her <laughs> instincts just kicked in. Yeah. And I want to get out of here, but couldn't find their, its way out of the stadium. That's what I understand. So an AFLW derby between West Coast and Fremantle, it was delayed because Aussie the Eagle, mm. the, the mascot of the yeah. West Coast Eagles, went rogue. It started flying around the stadium. And in the footage, you can see it physically it yeah. scares some patrons of the of Optus Stadium. Now, this happens at most Eagles home game or all Eagles home game, I think. Very often. Where the yeah. Eagles there, they have it a person handler down the front. It does a big sort of loop of the oval. People love it. Oh, I mean, it's, it's an impressive yeah. thing to see. While well, the team's just different. warming up and the kids, umpires are walking kids out. Kids get and, excited. Yeah. And yeah. until now, it's been a harmless kind of thing to do before the game. Just a bit of fun. But now... But, yeah. I think all trust in Aussie will be lost. I don't know if they'll ever bounce back from this. You look at these stills. Yeah. It's a huge eagle. Eagles (laughs) are massive. It takes up, like, it's taller than one of the seats, you know, that you you flop down and sit on. They're they're huge animals. I'm not sure if you've seen one in real life at Healesville Century or something like that, but they're big animals. Yeah. They're the biggest eagles. Wedge-tailed eagles make bald eagles look like little mice. (laughs) Wedge, they are the king of the eagles, the wedge tail. It has a wingspan that would rival a lot of humans. Yeah. You know? That's what we're talking. Definitely. It's a huge bird. <laughs> and it was, and people were sort of probably enjoying a four and 20 pie, maybe some chips. Yep. Next minute, Aussie, this big deadly bird. Aussie wanted to get involved. Do you reckon that anyone's ever been killed by a wedge-tailed eagle? Well, you were looking it up. Have you, did you find no, any examples? A lot of people have killed wedge-tailed eagle, but I couldn't oh, actually yeah. find evidence of one killing a human. But they kill other things. Yeah. Clearly. Look at the so, talons on them. There was a ground announcement that said everybody on the ground had to stop moving while there was a live animal in the arena, yeah. which makes sense. If you were there, you'd be like... You wouldn't want to become prey. No, and especially if you've got food in your hand. Well, the players wouldn't. But the people, but people, so in, the the people in the stands... Would. And, no, they had to stop training. The umpires had to stop walking out. Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> this An eagle flying. Decided. Imagine what the handler was thinking in that moment. Well, that was... The, Look, in the footage, we can see the handler looking a bit concerned and going yeah. a bit of like, come on, come on, Aussie, come here. <laughs> from, 
Because <laughs> hundred meters away. Have you ever taken a dog to a dog park? Yeah. I've, I've recently become a dog owner yeah. because my partner had a dog. I've, the first time I took it to a dog park and it ran off, it was the scariest moment ever because it just yeah. it was a dog and it was running and it had no interest in coming back to me. You realize at that moment, oh, this is just an animal. Yeah, I'm just glad I wasn't in a stadium <laughs> with thirty thousand people looking on. Yeah, and they only obey you when they're when they're when interested. They, when they're interested, when they've got yeah. They, so that is Aussie done now. Is that career well, they, over for Aussie? It, it has not been confirmed. Um, and the tweet went on to say, "This is from ABC broadcaster Ben yeah. Cameron." Aussie has been retrieved. He was gang-tackled by an assistant handler just before the bounce. Yeah. So it wasn't even the head handler. Yeah, what the head, the head handlers? What, what head handler just checked out. If, if there was ever a job for the head handler, maybe it was getting Aussie back. Why make your assistant do that? What else are you doing there besides just letting Aussie oh, go and yeah. not retrieving yeah, him? exactly. Come on, head handler. Shocking from them. <laughs> now, Will, uh, we haven't promoted it yet, but we'll do it here. Yep. We've got a message from Josh. Oh yeah, we're we teasing that. Yeah, we should probably put that at the start. If you're listening, if you're listening yeah. to this and you're going, "Man, mm. these guys, they paid twenty dollars and fourteen cents for a cameo from Josh Shackey." Yeah, I wonder if he responded to them. Yeah, well, it's coming up later in the show. The Don't an- leave. The answer is yes, yes. We have it. We have Josh Shackey's message. He actually, did it. <laughs> now, well, here's a bit of a well, it's not an exclusive because it's from Triple M over in Adelaide this morning, but yeah. it's hot off the presses. Um, it's. Port Adelaide skipper Tom Jonas. Yep. On the weekend, given it was a preseason match, so your mind's probably not in it. Tom Jonas is one of those skippers where you, when you're reminded he's the captain, you go, oh yeah, yeah, is he? Is he a joint captain or is he the sole captain? He was joint with Wines. Okay. One, I think for only one year. And now he's got it all to himself. And he got it solo. It was after Wines. Wines had that shocking off season where he did his shoulder and then. Yeah. Or went come water back skiing. For a while and and yeah, yeah. He had a couple of injury mm. mishaps. Well, he um, cooked his um, pre uh, game pump up speech. Oh, just like you cooked that <laughs> reading of your screen. Exactly. So me and him have a lot of common. It flashed off for a second there. And so he's got up the front of the team on the weekend, Will. Yeah. The then, toughest part of being the captain, yeah. I reckon. And he reckons that Tom Rockcliffe was in the front row. Yeah. Um, and just completely derailed the entire speech. Um, and he had to start again from scratch. So this is a practice match. A practice match. It doesn't match. matter. You're doing a practice yeah, warm-up Yeah, well, so you're practicing doing a warm-up speech yeah. anyway, because no one really cares too much. It's a rehearsal for everyone. Yeah. But having said that, as a captain, I haven't really thought about that until mm. now. You're doing a lot of rev-up speeches throughout the year. You are suddenly taking on a Winston Churchill-type role. Yeah. I don't think there will be a lot of captains that will be good at it. No. Like, Can you imagine some of these footy players doing that? Yeah, like people like Max Gorn and things where you don't, I couldn't really take him seriously. Like funny blokes. Yeah. And you don't want to, you can't go 100% on a pump up speech every game. No. Because people would lose interest too quickly. You'd be recycling a lot of Yeah, you'd be like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. So you've got to sort of pick which games you want to give a pump up speech to. Yeah. Well, and you, then you got to make make sure they really mean something. But, but at the you, same time... It, but how do you decide? Each game's worth four points. And then the coach is also doing one. They've I'm got to come up, yeah. up with their own speech. And then your tone might be different. Yeah. You might be like, really good quarter boys. Yeah. And then the coach comes out and says, that is the most disgraceful quarter footy. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. There'd oh, be whoops. a lot of that going on. But yeah. yeah, I think it's just the content. Would you read like a lot of sporting poems and do you think have a lot of like... I know Luke Beveridge is very... He loves weird analogies. Dr. Zeus and things yeah, sometimes. Uh, uh, Dr. Who. <laughs> uh, Dr. Zeus. Dr. Zeus yeah. as well. He did, yeah. Before cancel, exactly, cancellation. Yeah, not Dr. Who. He wasn't no, he talking about the Daleks he did, before he, a game. He did. Really? That was a famous one. He said oh. we're in the... Um, 
we got to be tight in the in the phone booth. Uh, yeah. Let me find it. <laughs> uh, podcast pause. Okay, I've got it. So there was a a game against. Uh, it was in 2016. Yeah, they had a 65 point win, and someone refer, referred to the fact that he said we need to be good in the phone box. And we yeah. need to be good in the TARDIS. We were good in both today. So, <laughs> so that's referring to the fact that they were yeah. good in tight and they were good in the universe. In the universe. Like out wide as well. Because the first thing that came to mind when you said Luke Beveridge for me was Dr. Zeus. Which is, and I I've, just saw, <laughs> found that too. Little break then. He's quoted Dr. Zeus as well. Yeah. Like he called him the great Nostradamus, Dr. Zeus, um, about the places we'll go. Oh, the places you'll go. Yeah. So yeah. So he, he loves There's doctors, an example so. of saying. <laughs> Loves literary doctors. So, so, which other doctors could look beverage use this year? He's he could be running short. Um, Doctor Phil, Doctor Phil, he would could be good. Give a run. Doctor Martin Luther King, yep, had a few good speeches from memory. He's got a few. He's picked two of the worst doctors. If you're going <laughs> to pick a speech from a doctor, I would like to see yeah. Tom Jonas quoting Luke Luther King. I think King. You, I think you've got to have a consistent theme. If you're pumping out, yeah, look, you need a speech every quarter, yeah, for. 22 games. Just some reference well, yeah. to something. Yeah. You've got to have a running sort of thing. A movie quote. Yeah. You, know? you could. Like Luke Beveridge has corned himself with doctors a bit, I think. Yeah. But... I think there's got to be a week yeah. where he has a Doogie Howser yeah. reference. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Doolittle, maybe? Doctor Do- Doctor Strange? Doctor Pepper? <laughs> Do we even know? Doctor Pepper. <laughs> Just drinking a Doctor Pepper. Now, Will, the big topic of this week, yep. it's not something we've really covered extensively on this show for good reason, because neither of us know anything about it, Yeah, uh, but it's the royal family. Uh, I was surprised how big this became. I don't think it, it snuck up on me how big a deal this was. This is Diana I, levels of interest. Yeah. I was sitting at home on Monday night, Yeah, and then I, th- I just flicked it on to see what the fuss was about. You and 1.3 million it, others. I could not turn it off. Yeah. It was... They were potting people. Megan, Megan Markle was yeah. potting people. Harry was potting his old man and his brother. Yeah, it's full on. It was full on. There it was... outrated the news, which yeah. is unheard of. Maths yeah. doesn't outrate the news. This did. This beat maths, did it? It murdered maths. Really? Left maths in the dust. How about that? Well, I, I found it like I, I couldn't have cared about the rules at all. Yeah. I've started watching The Crown this week. <laughs> oh, I've, I, I, I knock out The Crown. That, really? That's yeah. just wonderful television. Yeah. Oh, I can't get enough of it. But the, yeah. cra- the crazy thing is, like, everyone seems to be on a side. Yeah. And there seems to be a split at about 35, where if you're under about 35, yeah. you're on Meghan and Harry's side. I think you're right. If you're over 35, you're on the palace's side. There is an invisible line around there. And all mums seem to hate Meghan Markle. Yeah. Are you finding that? From my experience... Hmm. Given my mum yep. despises really Markle. mine as well. Oh, she hates it. I asked mum about which whose side she was on. I got a, I got a, a bit of a how dare was, you yeah. even ask me? It was that. like a doctorate. I, it was I had to keep scrolling to yeah. read it all, and it was all very anti Megan. Yeah, so, isn't that fascinating? Mm. Uh, I'm in the camp where I aggressively don't care. Yeah. Like, I, I, you have no idea how much I don't have an opinion on this. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you who's the best tweet of the week, I reckon, was Tommy Brown. Oh, well, a regular we on to this call show. him. One of the only regulars on this show. And Tommy, um, he said, yeah, I don't really care about the interview, but the landscaping was brilliant. There's something specifically he said about the landscaping, which I loved, because he's currently doing his own landscaping work, I yeah, believe, at the moment. he's a passionate renovator. So he's... 
got an eye on it at the moment. In fact, oh, as it, soon as you sent through the tweet, I wanted to see because yeah. amidst, <laughs> if I was working on the block, I'd get Tommy Brown on the block. He'd be oh, great. He'd, yeah, would... if, if if ever old mate the foreman can't come yeah, in, get Tommy Brown down there or Shane Ablaze. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brown, amidst all this other footy news <laughs> about. The Demons uh, board meetings not being held in a room that doesn't cater for women anymore yeah. and Tony Lockett coming to the Spud's Australian match Club and, and yeah. Shane Tuck's uh, mm. coroner's comments. Yeah. Then he just has this random observation about <laughs> Megan and Harry's interview. Can you read the tweet word for word? This will really challenge people. They nailed the landscaping at their friend's house. As a keen renovator, the cobblestones feature outdoor rug and planting was outstanding. Was <laughs> and it's Tom's, it's Tom's yeah. it, it, like attempt at satire. It's I shouldn't an, say attempt because it, it's very funny. It's funny. It's not an attempt. It's it's there. What's an outdoor rug? I've never heard of an outdoor rug. Yeah, it's it, you. You have to bring it inside, surely. <laughs> we call Tommy. I would. Do you want to get Tommy to sort of um, break that down a bit tweet, more? But yeah. now I don't know if I need. <laughs> just let, <laughs> just let it lie. Just let, I love Tom, enough. but that's enough of that. <laughs> now, Will. Yes, we've got. As we've been recording, this is a long episode. This is going to be a long episode Much because content. There's heaps of content this week, and we said as we got closer to footy season, the content would start flowing in. Well, yeah. it is. Um, it just so happens we're recording as Rudy, our um. Good friend of the program. Yes. Who normally helps out with the, uh, what do you call it, the, the cameo game. He's basically our producer, Rudy. Yeah, he helps out a lot. And we've got the um, cameo game coming up late, yeah. later and Josh Shackey's video. I'm looking forward to that. I didn't even ask Rudy to do this yeah. cameo game for us this week because I know he's on holiday this yeah, week. But And we have <laughs> discussed in the past that it's very hard to tell what Rudy does when he's on holiday versus at work. No, <laughs> He's still on Twitter all the time. His, his work yeah. involves a lot of things that he does as a hobby. Yeah. So. Well, this is what he's just spotted something on Twitter, and he said, yeah. "This is right. Up, <laughs> this is right up your alley." So he's clearly on holidays on Twitter still. So thinking about our thinking podcast. thinking about our shows, which is very nice of him. Um, North Melbourne have just put out a tweet. <laughs> Do you know what player that is? It's Taron Thomas. Taron Thomas. Yeah, is a photo of Taron Thomas sitting on a couch, and the tweet reads in the North Melbourne polo. North Melbourne polo. Uh, the tweet, the, tweet, the tweet reads, the club is pleased to welcome yeah. Tasmanian Heritage as its official cheese platter. <laughs> North fans will have the opportunity to enjoy Tasmanian Heritage cheeses yeah. made in Tasmania using 100% Tasmanian milk at a number of club events throughout the year. North Melbourne fans will be rapt to hear that. That's incredible news for North Melbourne. About time things start going yeah. North Melbourne's way. They, they need every cent they can get through mm. the door. Unfortunately, it mm. does connect them a little bit further to Tasmania. It does. Which starts which to, still, it really starts soon, to feel like say, that could as be... As soon as you're on board the Tasmanian cheese, yep. the next comes Tasmanian Next becomes the spirit. And the spirit. <laughs> and what else? Before you know it, your, James club, your and, club's based yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very careful. It's a joyous day for North <laughs> Melbourne. Don't get me wrong. Hey, enjoy the day. Yeah. Enjoy your yeah. cheese enjoy for today che- yeah. before and you know e- it. Every time you have a scoff a bit of brie at a North <laughs> Melbourne home game, think this is the beginning Just of the think, end. Hey. This is this could spiral out of control very quickly. <laughs> and congratulations, North Melbourne, for saying Tasmania four times in the one tweet. That's a world record. <laughs> okay, MJ. Yeah, now Josh Yaki coming before up. Before Josh Yaki. Just before yeah, Josh Yaki. He's coming up. People are probably just hitting that 15 seconds skit. Oh yeah, my God, when are they going to wrap talking. this up? I want to hear the get, Josh Yaki. Get, get to Shaki. 
This is a story out of Philadelphia. So the Veterans Stadium, Hmm. it's a baseball stadium where the Phillies won the 1980 World Series with Tug McGraw. Really? Tug? No. I know Tim McGraw. He's a country singer. (laughs) That's the only McGraw I know. Tug McGraw sounds like the porn star version yeah. of Tim McGraw. <laughs> yeah, like, like, where, country... like in cosplay. Yeah, he'd have the cowboy hat on. <laughs> he just sort of nude. Um, Tug the McGraw. Guitar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he was a pitcher, <laughs> not a catcher. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if it, it mentions the Eagles. I'm sort of skimming this whole thing. Yeah. It became an astroturf field and an embarrassment to the city of Philadelphia. Really? And they've got yeah. a few things to be embarrassed about. Yeah. So it's was eventually knocked down. Right. But this, the reason I bring this stadium up is because there was an old Vietnam veteran yeah. that lived in this stadium for three years. Three years? He just lived in it. He had an really? apartment in it. Wow. And Good the, place to live in a stadium. He says he was like a kid with a Willy Wonka golden ticket. Yeah. And uh, it's it's in a book. And he says that he, he never took any photos cause it, and he didn't allow any visitors for fear of getting caught. And given that the stadium was demolished in 2004, he can't actually prove that his apartment ever existed. Yeah. But I just love the idea that this bloke lived in the stadium. Can you imagine living in the G? That would be amazing. There was a plan once with the MCG to um, put an apartment in there because the former president of Melbourne, Joseph Gutnick. Yeah. Because of um, Jewish traditions, yeah. he wasn't allowed to travel on Saturday or Sunday. So if the demons played on that particular day, he wasn't able to travel to the game. So the, well, loop- you, you, Is that part of the tradition? You're not allowed to even walk out of your house? Yeah. To, yeah oh, yeah. my God. Appa- apparently. And so he, the plan was to find a loophole where he just could stay the night at the MCG. <laughs> it's just trick God. Yeah, watch the game. <laughs> I'm technically home. <laughs> so that was Go, a- D's. Yeah. <laughs> there was a plan for that. <laughs> you, you should be finding loopholes in religion. <laughs> oh, that's very good God, from Goodney. Yeah, yeah. Um, what would living in the G be like? Because I'd probably oh. live in the Gabba. Would you? Oh, you'd rather Gabba over the MCG. Forex on tap. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> I'd live if I had to pick where to live at the G. I'd live on the third level. Yeah, just around from uh, one, one of those nice dining rooms. Yeah, one of those corporate boxes on the third level. You only know the third level. You haven't been outside the MCC section, have you? <laughs> the Fred something bar. Yeah. <laughs> I went. You once. basically I do went... live there. Actually, <laughs> the, they should charge you the rent. Frank Gray Smith bar. The Frank Grace. Get, get it right. They got the lamb rolls and. <laughs> It's a very nice. Ro- you should try the roast beef roll with the mustard. It's incredible. Oh. No, I'd live. I'd, it'd be good to live at the G. Yeah. Oh, there's not much would go on though besides the weekend. You'd go down and have a kick. Oh, yeah, Hopefully they keep the posts up midweek. And yeah, you can just have a few Dacos bananas <laughs> from the boundary. That's every kid's dream. Yeah. Like I wonder if you could fire up the. It'd be good to have like access to one of the um, food stalls. You'd have a diet of hot dogs and chips, and it'd be vital. Mm. Or like the the coffee carts. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time. Get, you could you could make some of those crepes. You could. Yeah, the crepes are nice. Hopefully, they leave the library They've open. Got, uh, the Red Rooster downstairs. Yeah, is a good in the well. Wicked Keepers food yeah. court. Have you been in the library? The MCC I have. Library? I found it a bit dull. Yeah, I thought I was going to find dull. it more exciting than. Yeah, it was. it was. It's a lot of sport books. Mm. Um, if you're into that kind of thing. But if you lived there, you'd get you'd through them all. <laughs> you would. There's a lot to read. 
Yeah. No doubt about that. There's more pros than cons as far as I'm concerned. About I'm all, living in a stadium. I'm all with Tug McGraw. Yeah. Who isn't the actual guy who just played for the oh, so Where does Tug McGraw come into this? Did you... It was just like, oh, Veteran Stadium is part of Philadelphia folklore, like Tug <laughs> so, McGraw. So this story has nothing to do with Tug McGraw. Absolutely not. Oh, I was on the edge of my seat finding out. Is Tug still alive? Or? Um, Tug McGraw died in 2004, oh. the same the same time as the stadium. Fred okay. Engwin, Ed. <laughs> Let, let, I was going to say, do you want to do a podcast pause to find out where Tug came from? Oh, not really. I was just going to see if, <laughs> see if Tug could um, do a cameo, but obviously not. <laughs> All right, against my wishes, where you actually did find out where yeah. Tug McGraw <laughs> I wasn't going to mention anything. Yeah. McGraw got the nickname Tug from his mother because of the particularly aggressive way he was breastfed. <laughs> what? <laughs> he wouldn't a, let go. He wouldn't. <laughs> That's, that's imagine, how I Imagine that. doing that as a baby, and then that's your nickname for the rest of your life. Uh, my name's Frank, but Eric calls me Tug. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> I love my milk. Apparently that's the, uh, that's the same way Beast Mode got his nickname. <laughs> his mum gave it to him. Oh, no, Beast Mode. I haven't thought about Beast Mode no, in a while. Is he still playing Beast yeah, he's Mode? around. I think he'll make it on top team. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into the cameo game. Yeah, okay. Rudy is... And then after this, we'll play the Josh Shackey. Yeah, that's coming. Don't yeah, worry. Okay. Rudy's on holiday. I didn't want to bother him. Yeah. So we got our good mate, Tom, uh, Gary, Gary Beers. Gary, Gary. <laughs> His surname's Beers. We yeah. call him Gary, Gary. Yeah. He has sent through a couple of names mm-hmm. and uh, I don't mind them. I think it's, okay. it's a tough one. We're currently one all. Yes. Cameo game, yes, so. that's correct. One all. And, we, and the rule is now we have to pick a different... We, uh, that's always... Oh, no. That, that is the rule now. Okay. We have to pick a different person. Right. So... If we were to go on the, uh, how how would you describe it? Personalized messaging website Cameo. Yeah. So Cameo, for those who haven't listened the last couple of weeks, the <laughs> website you go on and you can get B-grade celebrities to record your message yep. for a sum of money. A lot of AFL players are on this, yep. along with you know Hollywood movie stars and yep. all kinds of people. But we're focused on the AFL players. And you ch- give them some money, give them a little message about what you want, and then they yeah. personalize a message for you, like a selfie video. You explain what you want. Yeah. And so this week, the two players are Majak Daw yeah. and Cam Rayner. Ooh, and we have to decide who charges more. Who charges more out of the two of them. Oh, well, sad week for Cam Rayner. I know, very disappointing. And a happy week for Majak Happy Dor. week for Majak. So, swings and roundabouts. But Tom's reasoning mm. for picking those two players was that they both have had a lot of potential and expectation and both yeah. just fallen short a little okay. bit so far in their careers. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So Majak's now with the Demons. Yep. Um, Cam's done his knee. Yeah. So we've got to work out who charges more. Who would I pay more for? Again, we've got Interstate versus Victorian Club. Yeah. And Majak Door famous for longer than Cam Rayner. He's been around for longer. But also Majak Door North Melbourne who have no supporters. Yeah. More Brisbane have more supporters than, but number one draft pick, and he's from Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, don't think he's got a big ego on him, Cam. No, nah. I don't know how much he'd be. Charging. I don't think he'd charge too much. But neither is Magic Door. He no, seems like a lovely guy. He seems guy like a well. lovely person as well, as far as I can tell. Yeah, they, I, they I could, could be both very be, close. They could both be absolute drop kicks. I wouldn't well, know. Do you want to flip a coin on this one? Because I'm. Um, no, I reckon you can pick. I reckon Magic would get more. Okay, I'm happy with Cam. I'm happy with Cam because I think he's. Younger, he's got more, more room to yeah, grow. He's part of that Instagram generation. Yeah. There's probably kids that like him, like really birthday parties and 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm happy with I'm happy with that. I'll stick you with Matt Jack. Jack. I'll, I'll go st- Cam. What price do we think? Dan Hanabry's the the most expensive we've had so far. He was fifty. Fifty. And uh, I think Bill's about a hundred. Billy Brown. Billy Brown's. Brown's G'day Coco, get on the uh, frothies. <laughs> and Josh Shackey, we know is about twenty bucks. That's right. Well he was fifteen in US. Yeah, US dollars was up to twenty. So And there was probably a percentage there for PayPal or something. That's true. So I'll go I'll go oh, thirty bucks. I'll, I'll I reckon that Cam's about thirty for, bucks. For Cam. I would have said about the same, about yeah. thirty bucks for Cam. I think Magic's more. I reckon yeah. Magic's more your yeah, Hannah's areas. Okay. Like forty. Yeah. I'll go twenty five Magic, thirty Camarena. Twenty five Magic okay, yeah. let's find out. Oh <laughs> Cam Rainer forty five dollars. So he's higher than Josh Kennedy from Sydney. Wow. Are, Josh has more runs on the board than Cam yeah. in terms of... He should up his price a bit. I'm really surprised by that. Yeah. Magic Door, $70. 70 bucks for Magic? You. Oh, you got, I thought I was one there. Now, I'm sure Magic's a lovely bloke. Magic, yeah. you're kidding yourself That's if seven, you think you're worth 70 bucks. bucks. Well, he now pro- he's signed with Melbourne. He's probably done two of them if he's yeah. charging 70, 70 bucks. Yeah. That's it's a, out of control. That's a, yeah, that's expensive from Magic. Yeah. He's the most expensive so far. Yeah. So you got the win though. So I'm happy with the win. Thank you. Got you. The win. Now, should we get to the moment everyone's been waiting for? Because yeah. I certainly have been <laughs> waiting for this. Thank I haven't you. heard it, but this is Josh Hackey's cameo. Now we have. You, you have heard it because I sent it to you. No, you, I didn't want to listen. Oh, didn't you didn't want to listen. I just saw that it was oh. there. I haven't actually listened to it. yet. It's so funny. Yeah. Okay, so just to I recap, I wanted to be surprised as we were going. Just to recap, we had we had messages from Xavier and with mm-hmm. Seth. They're the two we chose, Xavier yeah. and Sam. Xavier and Deal and Sam, yeah. And uh, one of them's a North Melbourne supporter. Yeah. One of them said they want to be pumped up for martial arts. a martial arts tournament, yeah. an MMA tournament. So tournament. Combine the two. We combine the two. We asked Josh Shaggy, we've got a couple of mates, they're North Melbourne supporters who need a pump up before an MMA tournament. <laughs> and here is what the we former did. number two draft pick delivered for us. I didn't us. think you'd do it, but <laughs> neither did I. Hi, Xavier and Sam. Uh, Josh Aggie here from the Doggies. Uh, <laughs> see here, you guys are mad uh, North Melbourne supporters. Uh, I was once a North Melbourne supporter once upon a time. And, uh, so, yeah, so we've got a little bit in common, which is pretty cool. Uh, see here, you got a martial arts uh, competition coming up. Uh, just wanted to wish you all the best and uh, have a crack at it. Don't hold back. Uh, it'd be pretty, uh, pretty full on and uh, I don't think I'd be able to do it. So um, all the best. Uh, yeah. Have a great one and uh, good luck. Kick ass. Cheers. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I could run through a brick wall yeah. after that. <laughs> I'm ready to, I don't even do martial arts, but I'm ready to take, take I could it take on Khabib with, yeah. the, <laughs> with the long Where's last the name. Reaper? Where's the Reaper? I'm ready. <laughs> that was, he did a really I feel good like job. Joe Rogan now. <laughs> He did a good job. He did a great job from the feedback job. we gave and he sort of, him. He wound in all the stuff we put he in. He did. I didn't know he was a North he's Melbourne a North supporter. Melbourne That's support. pretty he made cool. A little bit of info, a bit of an exclusive there. Exactly. So in his mind, it probably made more sense that we had a couple of North Melbourne supporters. Yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they've a, asked me because I used to be a well, North Melbourne he's supporter. He's done a great job. Should we? Well done, Josh. Now, I, I enjoyed He deserves doing every it. cent of that $20. <laughs> I hope he spends it wisely. A nice breakfast or something. Yeah. Um, I'd like to do another one with someone. Well, so, I'm not paying for Magic Door if that's what you're well, I'll saying. I'll pay for the next one. No, Magic's too expensive. Yeah. But if anyone wants to jump on Cameo, say who you want, or we'll just let it evolve. We'll let it evolve. Over time. Give us your feedback, what you're thinking about uh, yeah. the Cameo game. <laughs> yeah. And if you, think, if you think um, 
yeah. you'd like to hear from someone, yeah. well, keep a cap on it. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah. And we're not promising anything now. We're not paying for Hannah's or Magic Door. No. And Josh did a great job there. Th- think you're Mac Welfies. Think yeah. you're Josh Shackies. Yeah. The lower range That's play. where. Sort of under 50 games is where we're yeah. about, I think. That's so where we're at. We, we don't have a huge budget, Will, to be honest. Absolutely we don't not. have a budget at all. In fact, this this podcast costs us <laughs> money. <laughs> it is now. That's the most we've ever spent doing it. Not to mention company time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Electricity. And... Anyway, we'll catch yeah. you next week. <laughs>